<laughs> happy day, good morning, and welcome back, everybody. This is Perrin Lovett coming to you on a Tuesday, May 24th, 2022, with another audio-only budget podcast edition of the Prepper Post News, brought to you today by your friends at Freedom Roasters Coffee. This morning I was drinking coffee and it was Freedom Roasters Coffee. If you want to drink Freedom Roasters Coffee in the morning, like me, go over to FreedomRoastersCoffee.com and buy some Freedom Roasters Coffee. I have never received training in advertising, nor in podcasting. Uh, so, although, <laughs> it occurred to me, I had a discussion with, here we go, here we, here we ramble. You know, there, what was the Kim Peterson show? Poor old Kimmer used to just ramble all over the place. And uh, he, he at least had the luxury of, uh, of a producer and an engineer in the studio with him. And when he got to babbling away, they would play uh, uh, Lord, I Was Born a Rambling Man by the Allman Brothers to kind of get him back on track. But what was I saying? I have a certificate from a major research university in computer science, I had, that's one of my repressed memories. As a matter of fact, out here in the, in the shed, I think there's a box with a bunch of useless papers, uh, high school diploma, some degrees, other junk. I, I bet that, that certificate is in there. About 40, yeah, many, many years ago. And then the, the computer science I studied is so obsolete now, it's, it's not even more. But I... But I went to, I sat there, it was a continuing ed, one of those, you know, things, and uh, I studied it. I didn't see the point then, I don't see the point now. But here we are, here we are, we've got technology. I've got a story about technology. But I have a rambling hodgepodge of stuff I think you will enjoy immensely. Let's go ahead and get right on into it. But allow me once again to say that if you want to truly enjoy the experience and have a better life and also I don't know if this stuff wards off the monkey pox dun 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 but I'd be willing to bet that Freedom Roasters coffee is every bit as effective as at stopping the spread of the dreaded monkey pox dun 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 as the combination of DNA uh, poison and uh, sure to go ahead and kill you in your immunocompromised state smallpox vaccination so try some coffee rub some co I mean you, you can rub the ground coffee on the uh, the pustules that nobody's gonna have because well <laughs> nobody in our community will have because you really got to work work at getting that disease and by the way, and also a lot of us had smallpox, you know, a long, long time ago. Smallpox was a threat, so we got vaccinated. Remember back when your parents, when the science, everybody trusted science, and your parents would just get you vaccinated for school, which wasn't really even a school back then, but they'd get you vaccinated, and it would make the kids sick. I do remember my first, here we go again, rambling, rambling away. My first experience going to transitioning from a half-ass 
kind of getting it done private school to a totally failed and utterly useless government school system. My first experience with the government schools, they tried to kill me. I had to get extra vaccinations. That just about put me in the hospital. But I survived. I'm a survivor. So, what are we even doing here? What is, the, oh, this is the, yeah, the Prepper Post News. Sorry, babbling, babbling away. All right. Lord have God defend us, Jesus. Nothing that I, very few things scream out failed state like Operation Fly Formula. When your bestest, most exceptional, greatest in the, in the history of humanity nation, has to import 70,000 pounds of baby formula on a military cargo plane in the dark of the night from another country, you have had it. Past tense is over. So there, yeah, just, you know. I linked up, I can't remember if I talked about it, but I always, I always try to get this stuff out when I see it, even before I broadcast it on the news. Uh, Nurse Claire found a formula for making formula. She had a recipe for making your own infant baby formula at home using good ingredients. I know I, 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 know I talked about this last week because I remember reading off the good ingredients. Soy-free, uh, made from real milk, real milk, not this uh, watered-down garbage that uh, the masses, which we all used to be able to find watered-down crap milk at the grocery store. Now you find little signs explaining that due to supply shortages in the supply chain because of the Russian virus, da, 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 we have no, nothing to offer. <laughs> Starve, peasant. Uh, you can make your own. I put that out. I put that out first and foremost at the community to uh, just, you know, people with kids. Got to feed them. It beats, uh, you know, ordering 70,000 pounds of this stuff from where? Switzerland? It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm sure things will rapidly improve. Aiden Tate, over at the Organic Prepper, is of similar happy mind. Uh, on the 20th, he ran a story called, uh, oh no, this is, uh, this is more reality. Famine is coming. Are city dwellers prepared? Famine. That, famine is a hard word. Um, this, this year, the rest of this year, particularly in the winter, in the West, U.S., Canada, Western Europe, it's not going to be quite famine. It's just going to be much more of the same and a lot worse shortages. You'll have compared to 400-pound people eating 9,000 greasy, fake, carbohydrate-based calories a day. Yeah, it will seem like a famine. It actually, what we're going to experience this year might benefit a lot of people uh, skip there are a whole lot of people in the West who could who could skip a meal every day in fact could skip maybe two meals you know cut their caloric intake by two-thirds and be healthier um, it's in Africa and the Middle East and other places where the where food is hard to grow where they're kind of dependent on imports where there's going to be literal famine and uh, if, if emergency measures are not taken to correct this problem, uh, we, we could see that in a, a year or two. 
And these are easy fixes because all you got to do is, you know, a giant country like the U.S. or Canada, all you got to do is run a plow through the dirt, put out some seeds, and magically food will appear. Uh, but that it's so easy and we have such evil people in control of our countries. We're, read this article because, as the man says, famine is coming. Why did I put this here? Oh, I'm just, I said it's a hodgepodge, sorry. So Larry Romanoff wrote a fantastic, I just, this is one of those things I started reading and I couldn't stop. It's a comparison of the uh, Chinese mobile phone system versus the American alternative. American and Canadian, with a little bit of uh, the rest of the world kind of thrown in. Um, not to, uh, not to beat up on us. But the Chinese system is, in a word, better. He just goes through the a comparison of 4G and 5G <clears throat> and how we are getting screwed in, in ways that you never even thought about. And, you know, it, it's almost like our telecom system uh, exists for two purposes. One, to... Get, make a lot of money for the telecom companies, and two, to spy on us on behalf of our governments. Whereas in China, they have this odd idea that you know the, the phone is supposed to be a telecommunications device so that you can talk to somebody else. Do they have spying? Oh, you better believe it. But it's cheaper and it works better. <clears throat> he, and he throws in this aside. Um, he has a house in Shanghai, and his house in Shanghai has utilities and. When they build these new new structures, they run in conduits. They, they run in big conduits that are empty. They just it's planning for the future. These new houses in China have a data line. It's just a DS a big fat bandwidth DSL line run in, and what you get on it is up to you. Uh, he gets high speed internet, which includes about 300 channels for television, and you can add, you know landline, telephone, whatever, you know, video phone, whatever you want. It's just a data line, big fat data line. Um, he pays the exorbitant price converted to dollars of about $75 every two years. <laughs> and he goes through, he talks about how, um, talks about how USEN 5G in most cases, is slower than the 4G it replaces because it's it's not about it's not about speed, which is why that you know the internet. I pointed out that the internet peaked out sometime between 2005-2010. Internet delivery speed peaked out, even as the speeds you know they tell well, this is ten times faster than the speed you had yesterday, and it loads slower and slower. Well, it's because of video-rich ads and all this other crap. Nah. That's part of it, but they're slowing it down to slow it down. But anyway, we get what we pay for, and then we pay for what we get. And oh, and, and by the way, he goes, he goes into five eyes and the fact that everything has built in, built in from the start, spying. Actually, he doesn't go into everything. This started back in the '60s, maybe even in you know, the '50s. Um, when, when, you know, AT&T, you know, when Bell started putting up the big modern network of transfer centers 
back in the 60s, all around the country, the NSA was literally embedded in the buildings with them. And they're still there. Uh, he points out that computer operating systems are the same way. Uh, the CEO of, uh, who was it? Some, some head honcho, not Bill Gates, one of the second-line criminals at Microsoft, was asked at a, at a conference, hey, why does Windows have a line of code that is literally named NSA Backdoor? And no answer was given. We know why. But, if, hey, if you ain't doing nothing wrong, you're just being fleeced. Let's see here. More, more, uh, more censorship, more, more death of information, more, you don't, it's not your country anymore. Who is this cat? All of these stories today will be linked up, as usual, at freedomprepper.com. We have, in the state of Kentucky, a legitimate Republican representative. His name is Thomas Massey. And uh, there was a recent vote in the House of Representing up in there in Washington, a vote of 420 to 1. That means it passed. What was it? It was, let's give up the First Amendment to make a bunch of foreign devil worshippers happy. Um, read about this at Information Liberation. He was the one vote against uh, providing more censorship uh, in, in the name of uh, combating anti-Satanism. And of course, the usual, and this is, this, is, this is not new censorship. This is just giving legal cover to what your, uh, your big tech companies are already doing to you. You know, you can't post or say certain things. Um, you can't criticize certain people. <clears throat> he voted against it. He said this is just uh, anti, this promotes censorship and violations of the First Amendment. And he was immediately jumped on and condemned by the usual suspects. This, this bill was authored by Congresswoman, biblical curse, read Isaiah, Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz of Florida. And it's uh, giving more to people that you just can't give enough to. The usual suspects jumped on. We're outraged. We are outraged. We, are, we only get 97% of the funding for this and that, and we only control 97%, and we're outraged. Where, where's this? They got these stupid tweet, tweet quotes. Well, I, I, that's the one I'm looking for. Here we go. Israel is under rocket attacks, and, 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 and you are here bitching instead of over there helping. Meanwhile, you're angry at the one guy who stands up for our people. Fuck you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, see, that's the kind of thing they want to ban, because it's anti-satanic. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, but it's not just uh, the telecom and the, uh, the Moloch worshippers. Pfizer. Pfizer tells federal judge that Pfizer owns the federal government and is thereby immune to normal contract law. It's Dr. Roberts' spin on things. That's not exactly what they told a federal judge, but it might as well be. Um, we, don't have to, uh, we don't have to obey the law because we're a giant corporation that literally directs the, uh, the CDC and NIH, and uh, we don't have to comply with 
regulatory laws that are designed to keep us from murdering Americans. Because, you know, Americans don't count. You have freedom and democracy in America that means you have no democracy. You can vote for anybody you want to, and 420 out of 421 of them are going to be corrupt autocrats that just serve special, special interests. You can vote, you can, you, you can stand up, say the pledge, vote, you know, slap your neck, keep it red, whatever you want to do. You can boom, you can boomer and boom all you want to. Your, tele, your telephone spies on you and it provides horrible slow service at a ridiculous cost. Uh, your, your Congress, while your country burns, your Congress is bit busy catering to any and everybody but you and your government regulatory agencies that allegedly were designed to protect you only protect the interest of giant businesses that want to kill you and get, get paid untold hundreds of billions of dollars to do it. That's freedom and democracy in the West. But I, I have to point out in fairness to us, we have something in this country that nobody else has. We have freedom fries. So drink your Ukrainian vodka with a side of freedom fries. Slap your neck to keep it red and be just a stupid, stupid. You can almost be like the Irish. Love the, I, I love the Irish. I have never met an Irish person that I just didn't want to pick up and hug and, you know, put the little leprechaun in my pocket because they're so cute. Um, love Irish people. Men and women. They're great. Um, Irish kids, maybe not so much, but uh, the adults are good people. Dumb. Dumb as rocks. So, for, you know, for years, the Irish tolerated, I guess they couldn't really help it. They had to tolerate abuses from England. They got tired of it, and you may recall that they uh, waged, uh, you know, basically a war to be free of English tyranny. And no sooner did they win and get their freedom on their happy little green island, possibly possessed of rotten potatoes and a little too much booze, uh, no, no sooner were they free than they started importing the very worst that the third world had to offer. They put a gay foreigner in charge of their government and they started killing babies. In other words, they became very much like the U.S. Uh, but they love their imports. These imports that are, you know, literally stabbing our kids in the streets are boosting our economy in ways we don't, we can't explain. Um, those immigrants were good. Now, immigrants coming from Ukraine are bad. We found, we found immigrants that the establishment does not like. Secret Memo warns the EU state of Ireland of risk posed by refugee influx from Ukraine. Maybe, maybe they, they saw the story out of England about the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the very, very, very bizarre British couple who decided to host a Ukrainian refugee. <clears throat> and, hey, old man hit the jackpot. They won the lottery, and their, their Ukrainian refugee was a really hot 22-year-old blonde girl. And, yes, she immediately ran off with the, uh, the husband and uh, wrecked the, uh, the home and... Uh, very similar to what the other refugees have been doing for years. Uh, women, you know, didn't seem to have, you know, mind that. You know, we don't, we don't mind being raped and, you know, having our homes destroyed by a bunch of swarthy savages. 
But when it's a hot girl coming and taking your man, suddenly it's a risk, and we need to be aware of that and stop the influx of these refugees from Ukraine. There's that old saying, you know, the rebuttal to all this, you know, refugees smell, smell like flowers. Hey, yeah, I agree, nine or ten, let them in. Always, always, always sink the ships. Don't let them come in. You ain't got to worry about this stuff. Let's see here. Tyler Durden, writing at Zero Hedge, has five warning signs. The end of dollar hegemony is near. Here's what happens next. And the five. Re this is a long, drawn-out article with the five reasons kind of hidden in suspiciously small text but uh conclusion here are the five warning signs number one russia sanctions prove the dollar reserves aren't really money because when you have 300 billion dollars sitting there that could just be frozen and not used did it ever really exist anyway number two rubles gold and uh, i don't know why i don't know what their fascination with bitcoin is they're trying to say that commodities backed money is real money uh, fake debt that never existed in a computer is not money. Three, the petrodollar system is over. Done. Bye. Four, out of control money printing and record price increases. I mean, you got to inflate before you have deflation. And this, you know, this is why a debt-based economy just, it, it's not a good idea. I mean, when when you're on the upswing at the very initial stages, like the U.S. back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, it looks good until it looks bad, and then it never stops being bad until it collapses and burns. And there's so many easy ways, I mean really easy ways, to fix this, all virtually for free. But of course that would hurt the bankers. Good. Um, nobody, you know, people don't want, and I, you know, I, I had somebody, I, I complained about this in a, a take that I cut out the other day. Somebody's telling me that I should really write the book about how money is fake. I'm like, yeah, because, you know, I keep saying that and writing that over and over, and nobody listens. You obviously don't. You could write this book. There are plenty of books like that with solutions that nobody reads. But anyway, uh, the Russians and the Chinese read them, and the rest of the world is ready to move on. Number five, even the Fed. Even the Fed admits that the dollar is just about dead. And we can play with word games all we want to. What is a dollar? Well, you know, dollar is this nebulous concept that has no meaning anymore. And it runs on a one-to-one -one million ratio with what passes for currency. So do your research. But all is not lost because the churches of the United States are looking out for the, 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 the uh, shepherds are policing their flock and rooting out uh, bad things, and spreading the gospel in the name of Jesus Christ. Ignore people like Chuck Baldwin, who I ran yesterday, talking about wolves in the pulpits. That rarely, if ever, happens. That was confined to the Catholic Church, and a couple of priests that did a few bad things, and everybody's, it's, it's all washed away. Uh, AP is not reporting that top Southern Baptist stonewalled a massive sex abuse scandal uh, to uh, further harm victims. Oh, wait, yes, that's exactly what happened. 288-page investigative report. Um, predators go where the prey is. 
you have a large group of women and children and a few gullible men who are sitting there victimized. Uh, when the wolf comes out of the forest and looks for the sheep, he doesn't care if the sheep identify as Baptist or Catholic or Orthodox or Methodist or anything else. He's just looking for the lambs. Where are they? Well, there they are. Pounce on them. Read this, and um, there are plenty of things you could do. Plenty of th legal things, and you could do things the legal way, or you could do it the right way. The shocking thing in here, this is usually something shocking and personal in this. They talk about Reverend Johnny Hunt, formerly of the uh, First, ba uh, First Baptist Church of Woodstock, Georgia. I used to know Johnny Hunt, and I would have never, and I, I don't know, this is just an allegation that he was, uh, he was, uh, is alleged that he sexually assaulted another pastor's wife during a beach vacation in 2010. He denied the physical contact, but admitted he had interactions. Uh, smoke, fire, I don't know, but I would have never, ever, ever, ever suspected him. Um, so keep a close, close watch on... And I knew him before this allegedly happened. Keep a very close watch on what goes on in your church. Um, <clears throat> yeah, wow. Well, and you know, and be big. Big may be the, the giveaway. First, First Baptist Woodstock was a little bitty church. And out front, there's the little bitty church that stood there for how, you know, however many years. And I think behind that is a much bigger church to handle the growth in the congregation. And then behind that, about 20 years ago, they built what appears to be a domed stadium. One of the biggest sanctuaries I have ever been in in my life. Uh, I went there, they had a, wild, a men's wild game supper and rifle raffle. It was great. Sonny Perdue, uh, former governor, former uh, secretary of agriculture, under, under Trump, I think, gave a, gave a sermon. It was great. I was there with uh, the one and only Bobby Franklin, the real deal of Georgia, late and great. Um, you know, I guess you know, if you look around, there are signs like, uh, it's either Purdue or Hunt. There was a little shucking and jiving, which is okay. Which A little is okay. Sometimes you, you see warning signs. The shucking and jiving up on the up on the stage of all the men. It was, this was just men, men in the uh, men like you know three thousand men present to eat venison and then give away uh, I don't know a thirty out six or something. Awesome, America. But uh, somebody was up there shucking and jiving, and they said, uh, "Men, are you hen pecked?" <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. And, uh, you know, it wasn't even a, hey, raise your hand thing, but every almost every hand went up. I can't remember if I raised my hand kind of sheepishly. Everybody's laughing. I looked over at Bobby Franklin, and he was sitting there just stone-faced, kind of looking disgusted. His hand was not up because he, what a great, we, you know, if I was going to write a book, I'd write a, autobiography, a biography about uh, Bobby ahead of his time and better than the people deserve. But anyway, keep an eye on your church and your money and your phone. And what is this? Brownstone Institute. This is going to be about, oh yes, 
So I mentioned yesterday that the usual suspects were way ahead of the monkeypox invasion before the monkeypox invasion was a thing. <sighs> World's first ever global outbreak of monkeypox was predicted in, uh, in mid-May 2022. No, it happened. It's happening right now. The, worst, the, the first ever global outbreak of monkeypox in mid-May 2022, just one year after an international biosecurity conference in Munich held a simulation about the first ever global outbreak of monkeypox beginning in mid-May 2022. What do you want to bet? If you read through this, you'll find the usual suspects there. We know names like, I don't know, Fauci, Gates, Soros, Schwab, they're all, you know, it's, it's like they're, it's like they're not even predicting this stuff, it's like they're causing it. Check that out. And last but not least, I want to leave you on a real cheery note, because <clears throat> you gotta, you gotta look ahead. You gotta look for signs in the past. It pays to look ahead and see where we are. So, uh, um, you know, Bubba Ray, who's enjoying his freedom fries while he's henpecked, he thinks that, you know, there are problems in society. Like them homosexuals might want to get married. Yep, yep, yep. 20, 25 years in the past, never suspecting that uh, they've moved on. The, evil, the rainbow evil has marched on. They're pushing what previously would have been utterly unconscionable, and behind that they've got the simply unimaginable. But we have examples, and I've talked about this. I like to keep pointing out the examples. From the U.S. version of the Sun, the British tabloid, a tale out of the Soviet Union in the uh, latter part of the 20th century. World's worst cannibal serial killer, the Red Ripper, who murdered 53 victims, ate their flesh, and had sex with their corpses. You see, it's not just, uh, it's not about eat Hannibal Lecter eating, you know, to be vicious and cool at the same time. It's a fetish. <clears throat> it's the last accursed color in the satanic rainbow. <clears throat> Read about this guy, Andre uh, Chikatilo. 53 women and children over many, many, many years. Started out with a nine-year-old girl that we know of. Probably started out before that. Second victim was a 13-year-old girl, which I believe was Mary Fagan's age. Uh, that's the first one that he started eating. Then he moved on. More girls, more women, more girls, and young boys. Love is love. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Yes, if you hear that from the you know from the pulpit, slap somebody. So this guy, uh, you know, as so often is the case, the cops were on to him. They were watching him. Matter of fact, they even arrested him at one point. But uh, Russia, just like anywhere else, you can have screw ups in the evidence room. The lab drops this that. Time passes, no witnesses. Had to let him go. November of 1990, they uh, undercover. Plain closed officers were patrolling the local playground, you know, just keeping an eye out for that guy, and they found him talking to some little boys. And uh, they talked to him, 
looked in his briefcase, made some rather shocking discoveries, arrested him, interviewed him, he confessed. There is a happy ending to this particular story because just a few years later, they put a bullet in his head. And he never, ever again offended. But this is what they're, this is ultimately what they're pushing. In the name of Moloch, in the name of their dark god, and uh, somebody somewhere will eventually stand up and uh, defend this. And then people that you think are on your side will stand up and defend this. And then, if you don't realize by then they're not on your side, um, there's just no helping you. I'm going to keep ringing the alarm bell. A very shocking disturbance. If you're, if you're squeamish, uh, don't. Maybe not read this. But, uh, and there's a picture of the guy. Physiognomy. You know, you can, you can, I hate to say you can tell, but you can tell. You can tell. There's also something in here about he was a, he tried to be a teacher for a little while in Moscow or somewhere. Back in the, back in the day. And he couldn't control his classroom because the kids ridiculed him. They got out, they were rowdy and they, they made fun of him. If you were a teacher in the Soviet Union and you could not control a classroom, it's because you were up to something bad. Because those kids, like everybody else, they were scared to death. You know, one phone call, the van shows up, and you and the whole family are gone. He was up to his tricks even back then. Again, schools, going where the, you know, you don't, you know, the wolves don't hang out up on the rock, just, you know, like, ah, I'll just sit here and do nothing. They go find the prey. And at some point, pays to have hounds to hunt them down. Now, I know that's anti-satanic. I'm not going to apologize. Congress can vote however they want to. We'll keep going with this tomorrow. Had a good show today, I think. Rambling. Rambling away. Uh, that's enough. This has been the Prepper Post News. Prepare. Get ready. You know, we, here's one, one more thing before this thing shuts off on me. The Prepper world kind of goes in, you know waves you know and i i've since lately we've been a, a law and this this is it, it isn't even like a times or fat law this is just like a fatigue law like well we've had stolen election a fake fake pandemic war let's take a break now is not the time to take a break now is the time to do you know to double down on the final preparations which a lot of you are doing i got contact with a lot of people doing a lot of good things Everybody else, uh, we got to keep working. We got to keep working. We'll do that. Baron Lovett for the Prepper Post News. Deo Vendici. And to our enemies, Ostibus Semper Mortem.